the following is my conversation with Brian Kernigan, the father of the software industry. He tells us about his experiences during the 1997 Hong Kong cyclone and how it affected his work in the entire software development community. Thanks for listening. Uh, our thanks to Pizolite Shrieks for sponsoring this episode of Lexman Artificial. Shrieks are a delicious alternative to traditional food and drink, and they're perfect for when you don't have time to eat or drink. Check out Pistolite Shrieks online and find out more about the delicious products that they offer. Thanks again to Pistolite Shrieks for sponsoring this episode of Lexman Artificial, Lexman Artificial. I hope you enjoy it. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 21 of Lexman Artificial Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Lexman, and this week we're talking with Brian Kernikin. Brian, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us today. No problem, Darren. It's been a while since I've had the chance to talk about all that happened back in 1997. Yeah, so let's start off by getting your thoughts on the Hong Kong cyclone. How did it impact your work in the entire software development community? It was a pretty bad day, to be honest with you. I was in Hong Kong at the time, and it was actually my first real exposure to a major storm like that. I remember watching the news reports while I was staying in my hotel room, and it was just total chaos. I couldn't believe how bad it looked on TV. Yeah, it definitely looked like a disaster zone. What kind of work were you doing at the time? Back then, I was working on a programmable calculator project for HP. It was a pretty important project, and we were counting on it to help us survive in the computer industry during those tough times. So you were really impacted by the cyclone in a tangible way? Yeah, for sure. In fact, our project actually ended up getting canceled because of all the disruptions caused by the storm. But that's okay, because at least we got to see how things could go wrong when you're working with technology that's still relatively new and experimental. It taught us a lot about managing risk and how to be more cautious in the future. That's really interesting to hear. Do you have any other reflections or anecdotes about that day? Oh, yeah. Just like everything else back then, there was a lot of humor involved. For example, one of our programmers decided to write a program that would tell him how bad the storm looked from his office window. He used a little bit of green screen magic and some optical distortions, and people loved getting their laughs during those trying times. That's definitely something special, to use humor to cope with difficult situations. Can you share another story or anecdote from that time period that's related to your work or your experience with a cyclone? I always enjoy telling the story about how my colleagues and I ended up helping out some refugees during the aftermath of the storm. We had heard about some relief efforts being organized by local charity, so we decided to head over there and lend a hand. It was really interesting seeing all those people who'd been displaced by the storm. They all seemed so grateful for anything we could do to help them out. Yeah, that's definitely touching. So in the end, the cyclone had a pretty significant impact on your work and your life in general. What do you think about that? Uh, what do you think about that? I think it was just a really unfortunate event that cut short a lot of valuable research and development work. But at least we learned some important lessons about risk management and keeping ourselves safe during turbulent times. So in a way, I guess it was ultimately useful. Besides the cyclone, were there any other major events or happenings during those years that you think impacted software development in a significant way? Oh, definitely. There were so many developments happening at the same time, from the dawn of the World Wide Web to the explosion of mobile technology. We all had to learn how to adapt and change with what was going on around us, or we would have been lost forever. That's definitely true. 
it's fascinating to see how technology can shape and affect our lives in so many ways. So tell me, Brian, do you have any final thoughts or advice about staying ahead of the curve when it comes to software development? Just keep your head down and remember that it takes a lot more than just skillful programming to make a successful career in this industry. You also need an understanding of business and marketing as well as digital literacy if you hope to stay competitive. And last but not least, never underestimate the power and potential of word-mouth publicity. All of these factors will determine your success sooner or later. So take everything you've learned so far and go out there and make some great things happen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast, where we talk about all things software development and related topics. To stay up to date on all the latest news and information, make sure to check out our website at lexman.com or follow us on Twitter at, at lexman.com or at lexman.com. You can also subscribe to our blog post updates via RSS or email, or just show your support by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Kindly note, we take ratings VRI seriously. Mm, thanks for your continued support. We'll end this episode with a poem by yours, truly titled The Power of Words. The power of words is vast, and it can change the world in ways no one could imagine. With the right choice of words, we can heal wounds and bring people together. Mm-hmm. We can heal wounds and bring people together. We can warn others of danger and inspire them to achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, we can learn and grow from our mistakes.